in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here. So grab your assigned seat, sit back, and enjoy this week's top 10. Brought to you by the Schmoes No Network. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to the Top 10 Show Recap and Review of uh, Sicario. Sicario. This is a... Listen, I I don't want to make a lot. Of, I don't know if I can make a lot of jokes with this. I mean, this movie was powerful, dude. First of all, well, we screwed up last time. You are. Oh, hi. I'm John Roca. I am Matt Nost, and this is the top the 10 top ten show. show? Uh, this is our recap of Sicario. And Although we've already stated all that stuff, yeah, we did. And no and spoilers. This is spoilers. Very spoiler there we yet. go. Finally, remember to do it. Yes. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen the movie, please see the movie. Please go see the movie. Please see the movie. Uh, as of right now, I, it's, it's in my contention for, uh, Oscar oh, for yeah. best film. Absolutely. man. It's fucking good, Matt. This movie messed me up. And it's one of those rare, like we, we don't get too serious on the, on the sh- on the show too much. This film really fucked me up on a lot of levels because I was in the military intelligence during the early nineties when they were doing a lot of the, um, interrogation of the drug addicts. So I was, it's like of the drug trade. So you had like interpreters, you had like people writing down the translations. Also, I'm Latino, so it's it's become a very like um, uh, prevalent thing in our culture. Oh, to talk with, about this without yeah, and and so oh. the terror and the danger is never far away, and we live so close to Mexico here in Los Angeles that it's like it's really not that far away mentally, you know. So it's those kinds of things. So anyway, the film just kind of fucked me up on all levels. When I left the theater, went into my car. Uh, and uh, or actually, my friend dropped me off at the house. But I went to the house. I sat down for like five minutes and just cried because it just really? it's that powerful for me, man. It was some of those. Sometimes films just kind of hit you in a certain way, and this one did. So that's what that, that's what I'll tell you. You know what's funny is I I meant to talk about this off the air. Yeah, my wife's reaction to it alone. I wanted to include it in the show just oh. in that I was going to create a little bumper music. you like this is Catherine's you know movie minute, <laughs> and her critique of it afterwards was. Too loud. I didn't understand it. And then I just ended right there and be like, that was Catherine's minute. <laughs> but that was her take on it. She's like, I have no idea what happened. I'm like, oh, I found that yeah. engrossing. Yeah. Just sucked into that world. Of, I've read so many articles about yeah. how the cartels are just unchecked. Yep. They're doing whatever the fuck they want to. Like, I've, I've been to Tijuana a couple of times. And the last few was with a buddy of mine that was born there. Now he's in the yeah. military and he lives here. He's you know naturalized citizen. He's yeah. stateside 100%. In fact, he's actually Border Patrol, which there's wow. technically a price on his head in Mexico because there is automatically for any Border Patrol agent. Yeah. Uh, um, but for a Mexican-born Border Patrol agent, it automatically gets bumped up just a little bit more because wow. they want to send even more of a message. Right. And like I told my wife upon leaving, there's a... Uh, there's an 18-year-old girl that's a mayor of a town that, that uh, oh, butts yes. with Texas. Yeah, I remember this. Because the cartels have killed every politician yep. that has taken the job, every judge, yep. every prosecutor, every they all ended up beheaded and in the town square. 
So she ran unopposed straight out of high school and was the mayor. And this was like three, four years ago. And you're like, man, this country is out of fucking control. She stepped down, man, because it got to be too much. Yeah. And that's the thing. They're tentative about going after, but ultimately they will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. I I think the last line of the movie is the one that sticks with me. What Benicio says to her, he says, like, you're a you're not a wolf. Yeah. You, this is you're a sheep, and this is a land of wolves now. Like that's the thing. It's not a land of wolves always. This is a land of wolves now. Yeah, and it's just like fuck. And that's and he's not wrong. No, he's not. And that's what's scary, man. When I was walking out, I was telling my friend Shannon McClung, who I went to see it with, and he saw it a second time. Like he wanted to go again. He wanted to see go with me to see the experience. And we talked about. It. And I was like, see all this stuff walking out of this nice movie theater. We're going maybe get a soft pretzel, hang out. This is all an illusion, man. The real truth of what's happening in humanity, that's what the cartels are. That's the fucking disgusting. That's someone else's day-to-day life. Yeah. Like that end that's scene real. with the mothers at the soccer game where there's like yeah. gun violence. Oh, that's just an everyday and thing. And her husband has been missing for who knows how long. Yeah, right. And his son has almost stopped going to look at the bed. Yeah. Like this one just seemed a little bit, it didn't seem like as long as it should be. Right. But you could tell the kid was just... I don't know if I'm going to do this anymore. Yeah. I've done this a lot. It's, he's not coming back. No. And that kid probably is, is going to go right into the cartels himself. Yeah, more than likely because it's going to be the best job he can get. Well, see, and that's the thing that when, and, and that's the thing that like when I saw that frontline documentary on, on uh, the Chapo, on El Chapo, you don't, people don't understand. It's like, it's not just stopping the drug war. You, what are you going to replace the economy with? Some yeah. of these countries, it's 70 to 75% of their economy is drug-based from the drug trade. Like, all these lower-class people who are able to feed their families, buy presents for their well, kids you, or whatever. Have you been watching uh, Narcos? No, I'm going to start. I don't know well, look, this movie, though, man. Well... It might fuck I, like, me up, it, dude. Yeah, no, no, no I, I don't think it will. It's not, it's okay, not, it's not to not that like degree. That. It's not that dark. It is, okay. but it isn't. Okay. All the bad violence that befalls people are just gangsters to other gangsters. Oh, okay, for the okay. most, some cops are collateral damage and whatnot, wow. but it's not like... If there are civilians, they don't show you gotcha. the actual like bodies hanging, like they did in this movie, which is like that's the you know that's for the convenience of story. Who knows if those bodies would have been hanging there? But that shit happens. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Yeah, that's real. It may not have happened on that day. Like for the purpose of the story, what are the odds that they right. drive in? Because it's not like every day they have those. Yeah. But there are those stories out of Juarez, out of all these border towns yeah. where the cartels have to have their foothold because this is where their tunnels are and this is how they get their drugs across. Yeah. So nobody's infringing upon their turf. Yeah. So it's just a fucking war zone. Oh, dude, I know. And that shit is so real. Yeah. So real. When and she's it's crazy. When she's flipping through the pictures, those are actual pictures on her computer when she's being like Emily Blunt. When she's Are those real mugshots? Those are real pictures of real violence and real uh those are actual pictures. The oh, that you meant like of suspects or something or No, no, those that. are actual pictures of the violence, like the beheads, the the different ways that they killed them, they're always pulling their pants down. God knows what they do to them there. Uh, All those kinds of stuff. Like and I love what Jeffrey Donovan said in the movie in that scene where you when they drive past the body part, the bodies hanging from the bridge. You think it's terrible, but he says to them it's kind of brilliant. What it is brilliant doing because it makes you think that they must have done something really bad to have pieces of their bodies taken off. Of exactly, it. and right? it gets everybody to fall in line. Yeah, through three deaths because that's all I remember seeing was three bodies. Right, those three deaths, depending on their standing within the general society yeah. itself. So more than likely, you may know one of those three because right. they're doing it in this neighborhood for a reason too. Yeah. You may know all three, yeah. but it also yeah it does it sends, it sends that signal on numerous levels of this is what happens when you cross us. Yeah. What exactly is a punishable 
offense. We don't know. Right. But apparently these three guys did it. They did something so terrible that they had to be mutilated and yeah. displayed to be humiliated in death. Yeah. That's fucking brutal. It's, it's a level of brutality that I can't, con- I can't conceive of and, I, and horrifies me, man. And that humanity is capable of? Yes. Yeah. And that's, this is why I enjoyed the movie. Jesus, enjoy is not even a word you, I don't know if I can use for this movie, but what I it was so love gripping. about the movie is it doesn't pull any fucking no. punches, man. The partner, the black guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Uh, you, is that your one thing that you were mentioning? No. Okay, okay. But yeah, the partner, yeah, he, he's fine for what he does. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and it was a great twist with the guy that hits on her at the bar. Yeah. With John the rubber Bernthal. band, and she sees the rubber band, and that escalates so fucking quick, and then she figures out that she was bait so just to draw out who the cartel is bribing on right, our side. Right. Fucking brutal, man. Just so uh, there's there's a million performances like that where yeah. just like this little twist and yeah. it just gets creepy. John Bernthal, he was great in that part. He was really yeah. good in that part. I, I'm not always the biggest fan of him. Me as, either. But I liked him in that. He does. You know, it was uh, I liked him in Fury. Did yeah, you ever oh, see that? yeah, definitely. He liked played him that part. Fury. That's like because to me he plays a lot of the same character. Yeah, 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 yeah. So does it service the movie? And that one he played a super stupid, aggro but ultimately sensitive version of the same character he always plays in Fury. Yeah, where the guy's dumb. But he's putting on this front. He's also sensitive, or, right? You know, fragile like everybody else. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what he did in Walking Dead is what I see him do in like uh, the Pacific. Yeah. And does a lot of the same thing again. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I thought Benicio was phenomenal, man. His is the thing that killed me. Okay. In that, so he was a counselor before. He was a lawyer before he had a counselor. Yeah. And now he's one of the best assassins. He trained himself to be an assassin. Yeah. That's the only stretch. Oh yeah. Where it's just like, I'll give you, if he was a lawyer and good enough to tangle with the cartels, it, mm-hmm. it thereby means that he was at the top of his game because no yeah. no yokel is going to go against the best. Right. If you genuinely think you got a shot, then you got to be cocky, stupid, and smart. Right. Because uh, this is a no-win proposition. But we don't know what his backstory was like. True. We don't know what family he It just, when with. he mows down the family, yeah. he doesn't break eye contact and he knows the perfect angle to take them all out. That's oh. where I'm like... The others is, yeah, that yeah. one just seemed like, wow, you're a fucking ninja almost. Right, right. But once again, it does not bother me in the slightest. No, well, and the thing is, the reason he's probably working with the CIA guys like James Brolin. Oh, why they give has, him a free reign? Yeah, which is because he's that good. Because he's that good, yeah. And and I think, and that's that's the uh, great part of that scene between Brolin and uh, and uh, Emily Blunt after she comes out of the uh, out of the tunnel when she's been, uh, you know, shot. And she's just like kind of having that conversation. Brolin says, you know. This is what it is. Yeah. This, this is, is what the truth is. This is what boots on the ground means. Right. And it's not even about eradicating it. No. It's about making it so one person's in charge, in charge of it all so it can be controlled by us in and some way. That's, that is, I agree. That's yeah. the best case scenario because you're not going to eradicate it. You're yeah. not going to snuff this out unless you replace it with a thriving economy yeah. out of nothing. Yeah. Out of nothing. Because, you know, they have, they have a nice bit of oil. They have some natural resources they do exploit on their own, but at the same time, a lot of those are just big. It's almost like Russia where they're oligarchs. Yeah. You know, like your Carlos Slims, one of the, I think the second most wealthy man in the world, where right. it's a couple guys own everything. Yeah. And then the government owns the rest. Well, and, and I think this is what was fascinating to watch, the symbolism of what Emily Blunt represented, which was uh, the old America, which was, you know, follow the rules, tried and true, don't, you know, do everything by the book so that there's no problems. And Brolin and Del Toro represent the new America. And really, Brolin, not so much Del Toro, because Del Toro is not American in the movie, but but Brolin in that it's, it's doing whatever the fuck you can. 
uh, flouting the rules as much as you can to get some kind of like inroad into destroying this thing or into corralling it or to making it a little more streamlined so that you can have some way to control it. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. It's the new America versus the old America, the new way of fighting terrorists and cartels and what have you versus the old way, you know, and the old ways aren't going to work anymore because these guys have evolved or these people have evolved past that old way and don't give a fuck. You know, what's funny about it though, is I agree that you need it makes sense at least for the interim or the time being as far as i can understand yeah. to have one guy in power makes the most sense in that you can manipulate and at least control this in whereas yeah. black mass which we did a recap for yeah. that's fine if it's somewhere else but here in the states <laughs> yeah, that's a good even point. though the same rules apply right it's still humanity and of course crime would still exist right. and the the fact that the fbi unknowingly created a t- like kingpin how yeah. much or how much uh, how much they realized as it was going along beyond the guys and you know dealing with it on the inner circle yeah who knows yeah but it's the same fucking thing whereas in mexico it makes sense to me because it's not our government it's not our problem no 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 whereas here it's just like come on guys and i know then, you can't get rid of it but we can do better than this right well and there are less options yeah i think people i think you can make a case that some people get into crime for the fun of it some people get sure. into crime because they have nothing else to do or they want and they're options. good at it or, yeah, or they're good at it in this country, and they can. But there, there are other options. For mo- I would imagine for most people, there are other options. And anybody that gets that level of crime, you have an intellect that could have been used in right. a, something better in capacity of greater society than leeching off of us at yeah. a violent level. Yeah. Then, but, you know, you give in to your tendencies from your necessity, you know. How many of these rappers started out as drug dealers, started out as guys who were doing things like this, but they were smart enough now to run their own fucking businesses and companies because Oh, yeah, leave rap. that juvenile shit behind. Yeah, exactly. That's going to get me nowhere except in jail. Right. And there's, a, there's a positive to that. Um, what did you think about the whole construct of how it was going along, how she kind of was us, like she's the audience, like wide-eyed and... and, and um, did, you feel, did you like that they made her that wide-eyed a bit and like kind of the vessel for it? At the end, with the last scene with Del Toro, he puts and says, basically, this is suicide. Yeah. This is not me killing you. This is suicide because there is no other option. You you cannot go against it. That's our suicide Sorry hotline bell Sorry tone right that. there. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, and I I agree with him at that point. You, you're part of the cover-up yeah. because you, you're going to whistleblow. You saw this. This guy yeah. fucking shot, like, shot you. Yeah. Shot you. Knew that he was shooting you in the vest, yeah. but at the same time, fucking shot you. Don't you ever draw your gun on me again. That was such a great moment. I know. But afterwards, I thought at that point, like, she would sway over quicker, yeah. knowing she's seen the brutality of the force, the force that's supposed to be for good. Yeah. And she's one person. Like, her partner didn't even see the rest of the. So she's literally all by herself. Right. No one will back her claim. Mm-hmm. Her superior got her into this mess. Yeah, Garber. Yeah. And she has no proof that this happened. So it's her word versus a guy that may or may not exist. Yeah. At least if, as far as the U.S. is concerned. Right. So how is she going to blow any whistle? So you should just calculate that position a little bit quicker in my book. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll sign this. But also, once again, I already said that I'd be the guy sending in peace talkers <laughs> as soon true. as people try, you know check how many bullets they have in their that's stockpiles. True. So. That's true. Well, I mean, and I think that's why that's why she's so important for the movie, in my opinion. Like people are bashing it, like. Oh, like she leads you into the last third, and the last third is is Benicio's story. That's bullshit to me. It's I, all their story. It's all the yeah, exactly. What he's doing is a small part of what she of of she helps him be able to do. So she's still complicit in the situation. And then afterwards, it's the confrontation at at her apartment between them. You know, um, 
but she i think she has to be because she has to she symbolizes what america what a lot of americans think about the drug war which is it's all it's you know we should just stop we should just kill them all or stop it's not it's not that bad or what is going on and it's wide-eyed it's like it's you're not really seeing what's happening and i think yeah. that's what the movie does it, it rips the fucking shades off your face and makes you grabs you by the back of your head and shoves you into the shit so you can see what it's really like well i mean and pulls no 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 anything back talk to me when you're the American town that abuts those yeah. crazy Mexican towns. Yeah, and they have to hear the stories all the time, and it spills over into theirs, like the border crossing, yeah. where there are two cars coming up. It's like, guys, you're surrounded by trained professionals, and you're street thugs. Yeah. But you have to do it, because if you don't, you're dead. Maybe your whole family. Yeah, from going, so you're if you dead. go back without doing it, yeah. You're literally driving into this knowing, I am going to die. Yeah. I have no choice. Yeah. I have to psych myself up. Yeah, get amped up. Yep, to do smoke it. Smoke whatever the fuck I got to smoke. Right, right. Oh, and also, I mean, just the beginning, from the beginning of the film, Matt, you understood what movie you were in for. Yeah. Right? The bodies in the wall. Fuck. Brutal. I wonder if that's a Fuck. true story. Of course it's true. Well, to that degree? Surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Me either. Yeah. Um, I mean, all the other stories I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah. That scene, when I saw that, I was like, I wonder if there's a real case. They found that somewhere, and they just said, that's genius. Yeah. We're stealing that and putting that in the movie. I mean, I love that, that what Brolin said to her later on about that. She's like... You say all this shit, and pretty soon every fucking you know house you break into is going to have bodies in the wall. Yeah, with your kidnapping stuff, like you're you're just sweeping up the mess. Well, I'm bringing you in to try and maybe get the guys who are creating the mess. Well, I love that when they were doing a breakdown of the partners. Yeah, she's the boot stomper, and he's like, "I don't want him. Why not? He's a lawyer." Yeah, too many questions. And at that point, you knew what they were doing was gray. Yeah, but you didn't know how really black it was in the gray spectrum. <laughs> Yeah, dude. And that's when it's just like later on, and that's why she keeps coming back. She wants to see it through because she has like the bombing. Yeah. She's been through the shit. She's seen what they can do when left unchecked. Yeah. So. I thought she was great in it, man. She was. And Brolin too. And I mean, Brolin. And Brolin did what they needed him to do. And Brolin does what Brolin does, man. Yeah. That, the, the fucking hair, the long Cocksure. hair. Yeah. The flip-flops, the yeah. whole nine, you know. Well, he's just, uh, I love that because honestly, when you get to that level. Yeah. You can do whatever you want, yeah, because you're the best at it, and people are willing to put up with whatever, yeah, as long as it's de- as long as it's not detrimental to the overall job. Yeah, it's very clear what his character was. I yeah. mean, all the sleeping on the he plane thing. He that's his. This is his life. Yep. So he constructed. He he gets the rest where he can get it, and he calmly sleeps. He doesn't struggle about it mentally. When he gets to the thing, he lines but it like, up, and it's very simple. The private jet is nice. Yeah. She's like, is there food service? I don't know. There's peanuts or yeah, something right. in the back. It's just like, like, yeah, the DOD just lets me have this. Yeah. It is a very casual, but at the same time, they would. Yeah. Someone in his position that, look, they have trillions of dollars to play with. Right. They have jets sitting around. Oh, of course. How many? Who knows? Because every department has their own fucking private jets. Like, that makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah, right. You know, every wing of the government has their own. Congress does. Yeah. The Navy does. Army, Marines, yeah. Air Force. Air Force has the best. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's just like, but down the line, there's no need for some of these. But it's just like, yeah, if you have that, the Department of Defense would have their own. Yeah. And they would give him use of it because that's good use of it. Yeah. This guy is taking care of a problem for us that we need desperately taken care of. Yeah. Another great thing I like about the movie was the score. Yeah. The uh, up that, uh, yeah. that pace that uh, just uh, built such momentum. And then you'd hear that yeah. sound over the score as shit was getting more and more insane or more and more It was intense. tribal. Yeah. It's putting oh, you in this great, because it's, it is a very tribal of, we don't like what you're doing, and we're going to come and club you over the head because yeah. you're at, you know you're acting out of sorts. Yeah. We're not going to snuff you out, but we're going to, well, we're going to snuff out some of you. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. 
But yeah, I love the score. I almost went and bought it. Like I almost went. It is. It's great. It. It's, it's like I don't know when I would ever use it, but something to have. But that sound is just. I just like that score so much. What did you think about? Uh, did you think he was going to kill the kids and the wife before he killed him at the end there? Uh, yeah, just because that's the most painful. Uh huh. It's the only way it made sense. I knew they were going to die. I didn't know how. I didn't yeah. think he'd shoot him. I thought it'd be something a little bit more vicious than that. But actually, the fact that it was so cold yeah. and so quick, and just like, guess what? They mean nothing. They're nothing to me. Yeah. Everything to you, you took everything that was important to me. Right. And now I'm going to do the same to you. I knew that was coming long before. I can't believe his number two just gave him up so easy. Which one? The you guy, the guy the, that were torturing? No, no, no. The guy that uh, in the sports car that takes him to the oh. compound. Oh, yeah. That dude just handed over his, the keys to his life and everybody else's. Right. That's the only real guy at fault. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Yeah, well, probably because he pampered a little, whatever, I don't want to say anything. But like, uh, I don't and I think you could have you like maimed the cop or destroyed his radio and let him <laughs> live. Killed him. You could have. Yeah, but, but why let him live? He's been transporting those drugs across the, for how long? And those drugs lead to people dying? Yeah, but Del, Del Toro knows the world. Yeah. And he knows point. that this guy is actually a good guy in the mix of this world. Right. Uh, everybody is bad, but there are some that are evil. But do you think Del Toro would take the risk of having a guy who's a witness? His face? Yeah. Yeah. That's, what I mean. that's like, the only thing. Yeah. Especially if he's just going to be a hitman. He roaming. killed just about everyone who saw came his face. across. Yeah. yeah. When he came across on the border. Yeah. And um, also, too, though, I, uh, just because now that guy knows details of how they got in, maybe how many guys, even though he wouldn't, but how they did it. Right. Right. Who breached. And also the, the fact that Del Toro shot her so that you relay the discord of this guy might be operating alone so we could yeah. pick him off all the information is important information yeah. yeah that's true i mean and i i like that actor who played the drug dealer I, i've seen him in a number of things as a latino couldn't, actor couldn't think of one thing oh really oh yeah. yeah i've seen a number of things but i i i uh i like the speech he said i like the conversation that he said to him he said where do you think we learned it from yeah you know because del toro's colombian you know he was basically it, it was like one Segment of Lati- one segment of the Latin one country blaming another country for the shit that they're in because of how they did the groundwork. Ultimately, I thought he was saying he learned it from the Americans too. Ooh, because good the CIA point, Matt. came in shit, and yeah, good point. did a bunch of shit in South America. So yeah. as a vessel yeah. for the U.S., I thought he was more so saying, "Sure, who do you think taught us? Right, because they're the best at it. Right, we are the best at being dicks and inflicting our yeah. will That's and yeah, being the top, the king of the hill. Yeah." I think any I think that happens through the history of time. Any any country that's uh, number one wants to stay number one and yeah. finds any way to stay there. You know, be interesting if we get supplanted as number one in our, our lifetime. <sighs> it could happen. Uh, of course, it could happen. I mean, China's economy is so strong. Even when it has a hiccup, it's still stronger than ours. Yeah. Uh, I mean, where we beat them is defense spending. Well, I was just saying, what that's the reason we like to have all these nuclear treaties because. Keeps everybody else's stockpiles at a minimum. Exactly. And keeps, and keeps ours, ours nice and high. Yeah, exactly. And we remain the lone true superpower having the yeah. economy and the military to back up whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah, I know why we do it. Yeah. It's just like, uh, how long do we do that? Because it does eat up a lot of the budget. Now yeah. the populace wants other things. Well, yeah, that's a good point. I, I think what uh, another thing about the film, man, it's, it does really convey the hopelessness of the situation, man. I mean, how do you possibly stop this? I don't know. Right? It's, it is. It is flushing them out and in that void putting in a good economy and i don't know how you do that right because you've got to you've got to stop the cycle of it unless you you right. go like fdr style where the government just comes in and hands everybody jobs yeah 
where it just we're going to go full on socialist for a while and then weed out and then give everybody jobs instead right. of drugs. Well, I think that's what was surprising about the movie a little bit. And I, maybe this is my first time feeling like there's a little bit that they could have added that they didn't was a conversation about the legalization or a conversation about what would you replace the economy with by taking them out? Like the, that might have been an interesting conversation to have at some point between Del Toro or Brolin and Blunt in the car. Like, it's certainly a possibility. You're saying in legalizing cocaine and yeah, yeah, all that across stuff. the board? Like, yeah, because there are people who say if you legalize it, then you take away the criminal aspect of it, and then you take away... The you would flush them out because pharmaceuticals would brush in and take over. Yeah, true. And then they would be out of business because they can't operate on the scale. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. they would be flushed out. But now yeah. it's a... Okay, so does that mean every drug is legal? Right. And then how, I, I mean, Oxycontin. Yeah. How do you, mm. now they just turn into Oxycontin dealers. Yeah. And it just, like, where do you draw the line? Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, I just don't know. You can't take it away, but you need to take it away. Yeah, you're saying, I mean, that's what they were saying. It, yeah, and to, Brolin said that when, in the tunnel. He said until, or after the tunnel, he said until you take away twenty the twenty percent of this country that likes to snort or smoke whatever the fuck comes over that mm-hmm. border, there's no way we're ever gonna be able to stop. Yeah, the billions of dollars. Yeah. So we just need to manage it because that's all we can do. That's all we can do. Yeah, and look, every president comes in with great aspirations and then you actually take over the mantle and you're like, This is fucking impossible. Yeah, once you get the real yeah. uh briefings, then you're like Exactly. Fuck. That's why certain things go the certain ways or people make promises yeah. and on the outside you're like, he might be able to keep that one. And then once they get in, they obviously it's not swaying the way you thought it would. Yeah. You're like, it happens every time. Yeah, right. Whoever wins this next one is going to promise the moon, yep. and they're going to give us fucking Cleveland. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing against Cleveland. Yeah. In case you're listening from That was Cleveland. the best I could do. It's the mistake by the lake. There's a reason you guys had that nickname for a while. That's why I chose you. But yeah. they all do. That's politics. Yeah. But it's just like, I can't imagine. Like Once you actually see what the reality is, yeah. just like, oh, fuck, man. I got to manage... A crisis everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking... Yeah. It's a film that doesn't leave you with a lot of hope. It leaves you with a very, no, very strong... It just gives you a state of the world. Yeah, which I applaud the studio, the the actors and the directors and the producers for making this kind of film, and the writer, obviously, for making this kind of film. Because it's an it's, actor that wrote it. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Dennis Villanueva, I think, is his name. Oh, no, that's who directed it. No, no, no. It's, yeah, it's, uh, Taylor Sheridan, is that I right? can't... Yeah, I looked it up and I was yeah. like... I vaguely remember one thing he was in. He's only been a handful of things. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck, dude. He did a great job. I know. He did a great job. Yeah, because it's, it's just, it's from nonstop. From yeah, they pack in, like, it shows you so many different aspects, but mm-hmm. does it in such an artful way. Yeah. Of you see, you know, the FBI versus CIA and covert yeah. ops, and then actually, like, a glimpse of the drug cartels. And I loved when they went up on the roof. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I want to show you some fireworks to Emily Blunt because she hasn't really oh, yeah. assessed the reality of what's going on. And you yeah. just see the sporadic AK fire and things blowing up. Now, that one also, I wonder what the truth of that is. Right. I'm certain nights of the year, I'm sure. Yeah. But is this just a. Any day you can go down there and, you know, five out of seven in a week you see it? Or is it twice a month? Feels like, man. Maybe. Feels like it. Look, I don't know. The stories are brutal, so I got to assume it's something like that. I also like the interaction they had in the scene where they're uh, planning on what they're going to do when they go in between the Texas Rangers and Brolin. Yeah. That's a great great little scene. You, You have to pick the right actors to make that scene come to life. And they did. Those two old dudes. Plus, you, yeah, job. you got to assume, of course, the Rangers would be there yep. because Texas is going to demand that. That's you're right. crossing Texas lines. You're coming into our source and yep. sending a couple of our Rangers, yep. our special forces with you. And it's two old boys in cowboy hats. <laughs> I love it. Dude. I know. It's great. Ball busting each in other. In no way it's is great. it a caricature. Right. It's, it's, I assume exactly what 90% of four, you know, Texas Rangers are like. Yeah. 
even this even the scene in the hotel room where the guys the leader of the uh, of the whatever team that they have there the mercenary team whatever they're all, whatever the special ops team like he seems like he's a little bit bumbly a little bit he's explaining the situation yeah and then when he when he flips on the black yeah team, when he turns it on holy shit dude it was like a complete 180 I don't, and that lets you know why he's in charge man i don't know I, that i've ever seen night vision that's only on one eye oh yeah Interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. Just it kind of makes sense because if you're staring down the sights with the other one, yeah, you can line up with this one and still have you know depth of field and everything yep. else. Look like a Borg though with the thing. It was like weird. Star Trek Borg and shit. I don't. Yeah, I, I was racking my brain watching it, going, "Have I ever seen that before?" Yeah, because it's almost always the double mm-hmm. where they have the full face. Yeah. So, uh, please see it. Any final thoughts you want to have? Yeah, please see it. That's all I got to say. Yeah. If you like any kind of drama like this. Where, whereas my wife found it confusing and too loud, <laughs> I thought the music was perfect. We got to start working her in if we're going to do and, that. I would love to work that in. Oh, just especially if it's just that. Because yeah. when she walked out, I was like, what do you think? She was like, too loud. Didn't understand it. <laughs> I was like, it's like talking to a six-year-old. I love it. And I started laughing. I was like, I want to do a Catherine's Movie Minute where it has, you know, like the old like 50s, like it's NBC. Yeah. It's like yeah. just three women in chorus singing yeah. it or something. And it's really quick. Just Catherine's Movie Minute. And <laughs> well, it just boom and then out. One of my favorite uh, columnists, uh, Bill Simmons, you know, he ran great. Yeah. He had a thing where he had the sports, the sports gal. gal. The sports gal stuff was brilliant, dude. Yeah. So that would be great to, to have her in, come in and do his little thing. <laughs> that was so funny. Especially, well, I just need to find somebody to, to actually cut a good version of. Oh, yeah. The front and then the bumper is going to be the exact same, so it's just the same clip. I'm going to use it okay. twice, which is uh, it's Catherine's movie, man. It so and then that was Catherine's movie. <laughs> if whatever. you're listening and you can do this, do this and send it. Yeah, to I'll reach out because I know some musicians. Oh, so maybe, good. Maybe okay, I'll cool. be able to hook. I don't know how quickly, but I'll ask around, see who I can find. Oh, and we need to talk. We need. We'll need to talk about t-shirts, man. People are clamoring for that oh, logo yeah. on a black on a black t-shirt. Would be awesome. Uh, Christian had mentioned in the past they have somebody to use. So cool. if we want to end up doing it, yeah, let's do it. We'll talk about it. Um. Yeah, I'm liking that logo. All right. That's our breakdown, our recap and review of Sicario. Matt and I both fucking loved it. It's probably top, what, two or three of the year, maybe? Maybe even one. Yeah, that, Mad Max. Mad Max. Uh, Inside Out. Oh, oh, does this this Um, rival Inside Out? These are my mix for the best movies I've seen this year. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Maybe Ex Machina. Oh, Ex Machina is great, too. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to think what else I've seen. Avengers 2, which you loved a lot. Hey. And uh, I, Ant- I, I didn't love it as much as you did. Ant Man, do you love Dan? Hey, I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. I'm just throwing shit out there. I don't. Know. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. Anyway, uh, please comment and uh, yeah. like us on uh, YouTube. Yes, and on uh, iTunes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recorded another three of these in one day, so hey, I well, said the same message a few times, but I'll say it again: if we can get in the top ten, like John brought up a couple episodes, or maybe yesterday's episode when you're hearing this, actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's kind of getting confusing in yeah, my head sure. once again. Still sick. Um, we will read once we get in the top ten. We will read every person's name and whatever they yeah, have, maybe their name or a couple comments or something sure. on a show as a thank you. Yeah, because it's that plus downloads, and we're doing great on downloads. So in their algorithm, that factors in quite a bit. And we're right. getting close, guys. Yeah, made it to the top thirty at, at twenty nine that we've seen. Could have been higher. No idea. Keep telling a friend. Keep telling your friends. Yeah, please tweet about us. Spread retweet the, word. the show. Like do your duty as fans of our show. Retweet the show. Talk about the show. Put it on your Instagram. Put it on Facebook. Like on your own personal Facebook. Get people to listen to the show, and you know we'll spread as we spread. It's good for everybody. And we'll work on t-shirts. <laughs> your fucking t-shirt. Yeah, we'll You're get those. Well, we'll work on. We'll get it. We'll get it. <laughs> we'll we'll get dial it. it in. I'm sure some people will submit some ideas. Maybe we'll come up with something else. Sure. 
Uh, and that is it. That's it. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you next time.